Hello the world and welcome to episode 19 of the Shopee Shopa show. Every two weeks, the latest news on Shopify, Shopify Plus, Shopify POS and all other products and services from Shopify. My name is Christophe Davy and I am your host. This episode has been recorded on June 7, 2021. So, what happened on the Shopify planet in the last weeks? Today, we will discuss Shopify's 15th birthday, the search for a new CTO, the new theme kit app, and more. Each time I explain that Shopify is quite old, for instance, older than Magento, people are stunned. They usually think Shopify has been launched a few years ago and that it's a brand new platform on the market. This is partly due to the Shopify's founder's amazing vision back in 2006 when they released the first version of Shopify in the cloud. The start was slow, but we know the story. I must confess that at the head of an e-commerce agency working with Magento, I personally discovered Shopify only at the beginning of 2015. And yes, it was a shock. For the replatforming of a US beauty brand website, I lost a competition against another agency already working with Shopify. And my first reaction was like, what, Shopify? Isn't it only for beginners? I was stunned but I almost immediately started looking at Shopify in order to understand what was happening. And during the summer of 2015, my agency released a first Shopify store for one of our clients. Shopify is 15 years old, exactly since June 2nd, as Toby Lutke tweeted that day. So, happy 15th anniversary, Shopify. In episode 16 of the Shopee Shopa show, we talked about Toby Lutke's breaking news back on April 14th, when he published a blog post announcing the departure of three executives, including Chief Technology Officer Jean-Michel Lemieux. In this blog post, Toby Lutke wrote, We have a phenomenally strong bench of leaders who will now step up into larger roles. So, at that time, we thought Shopify was going to promote new faces internally. Well, on May 26, Toby tweeted that Shopify was actually hiring its new CTO, sharing a link to the CTO job description. In his tweet, Toby says, I am biased, but I think this is probably the best job ever. Come work with me as Shopify's CTO and build the future of commerce. Well, obviously Shopify has not found its next CTO internally and is now looking to hire someone from outside. It's easy to say that Shopify's next CTO will hold an amazing position in the tech industry. Yes, perhaps the best job ever, but that this job will come with a huge pressure. 
ThemeKit is a development tool that many developers are using to work on store's front-end design. Until now, ThemeKit access to stores was relying on a private app API password. On June 1st, Shopify has introduced an app, the ThemeKit access app, in public beta. This new ThemeKit access app makes it easier for merchants to give developer partners access to their theme. Instead of relying on a private app API, the ThemeKit access app lets merchants create as many ThemeKit passwords as they want, share passwords that provide theme-only access without the need to create a staff account, view and manage all ThemeKit passwords in one place, revoke anyone's theme access with one click, and share ThemeKit passwords over email using a secure link that expires in seven days. Merchants can now install the beta app through the Shopify App Store. And now some of the news from the Shopify world. We recently mentioned in episode 17 of the Shopee Shopa Show, the new App Store design with each app featured in a big vertical block instead of a small icon. On May 31st, the App Store look and feel has been once again updated with menus being reorganized and simplified. The number of categories has been reduced from 12 to nine and the number of subcategories has been reduced from 82 to 42. Some categories and subcategories have also been renamed so that they are better aligned with the terminology currently used by merchants. The App Store team made this update because they found that merchants were getting overwhelmed by options and needed a more direct path to finding apps. Let's see in the upcoming months how this update improves app discovery and conversions and we can expect to see more updates and experiments regarding the App Store. In episode 15 of the Shopee Shopa show, we talked about Shopify announcing a card reader for Shopify POS users in United Kingdom and Ireland. And we were hoping this card reader would soon be available in more countries. Well, on May 26, Shopify has announced that the WisePad 3 card reader is now available to all retail merchants in Australia. The WisePad 3 is integrated with Shopify POS and accepts Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Apple Pay, and Google Pay. Directly connected to Shopify POS via Bluetooth, the card reader allows merchants to avoid mistakes when typing the order amount on the card reader, like with non-connected card readers. And it also automatically validates the payment of the order in Shopify POS once it has been accepted by the bank. To use the WisePad 3 card readers, merchants must use Shopify payments. So, who's next? We heard about Germany soon and four to six more countries before the end of the year. 
For merchants using Shopify payments and selling in multiple currencies, a new rounding rule for shipping rates has been implemented on June 2nd. Exchange conversions might cause product prices and shipping rates to have inconsistent price endings. Merchants were already able to round product prices. They can now also round shipping rates to avoid inconsistent price endings after the currency conversion process. Overall, this provides a better shopping experience for the customers. The Shopify Fulfillment Network is slowly growing in North America. You should have a look at the online documentation dedicated to the Shopify Fulfillment Network, even if you are not based in North America. It provides an interesting look at what is currently offered to merchants using this fulfillment service. You have the link to this documentation in the description of this episode. And small functional upgrade. Since June 1st, merchants using the Shopify fulfillment network can hide variants on the inventory list. For instance, for products that they no longer sell. Shopify Unite 2021 conference has been briefly announced. This Friday, June 4th, a temporary banner appeared during a few hours on the Partners Portal login page with the following content. Join us at Shopify Unite on Tuesday, June 29 to code the future of commerce together. Register now. The banner had a link pointing to unite.shopify.com, but this landing page had only the old content regarding Unite 2020. And it's still the case at the time of the recording of this podcast on June 7th. So keep an eye on this Unite page. There should be new content soon. And this is the end of this episode of the Shopee Shopa Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to subscribe and rate this podcast. Check the description of this episode to get a lot of useful links. Take care and enjoy your day. Thank <laughs> you.